0: From the um, suburban this sprawl this of New Jersey, Jersey to the shores, the shores of, the bee, of the Delaware River, River in eastern Pennsylvania, in eastern Pennsylvania. This, is this is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. Ram. I'm your host, Pat McDonald.
1: I'm Truman, and this is episode 226 Battle on the Roof of the World.
0: Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Uh, Canada. Uh, freaking Canada. Uh, and once again, the Rebels went up to Canada and lost. Uh, they, uh, they're controlled. Good portions of the match, which is something I think fans are quite used to at this point, and once again did not get on the board, uh, losing one nothing to Montreal. Frankly, on a play where they went to sleep and uh, you know just kind of forgot to defend there. So um, I guess before we get into that, uh, why don't we go and see the pulse of the fan and read tweets we received from our
1: beloved fan base? Sure. Now, now they won. The week before, so we got nothing. Mm. But uh, they lose and uh, people are upset. <laughs> so not <laughs> a surprise. Uh, right. And there's a couple of things we could definitely talk about. The first one from uh, Eric Martin. Uh, I'm mm. not sure what we do in training those last four minutes down a goal. And we keep passing back to the defense and standing around. They, which I agree with. They never seem like they're uh, in panic mode when you're losing on the road. Right. Right. And if I recall, that was something that uh,
0: Shep uh, Messing touched upon as well, uh, that they just, again, they just kept looking for their pass instead of just, you know, bombing it in there and hoping something happens. I mean, I can certainly see the uh, advantage to trying to pick your spots, but, you know, when push comes to shove, you need a goal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah I, well, I, <laughs> I'm going to break that down in my dislikes, too, but it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very, very frustrating when you just sit, see them watching them uh, oh, come down the field. Okay, stand around. Nope, nope, <laughs> pass through. Oh, no, nope, you know. Yeah. So uh, Five Burrows SC says changes are needed. Bench some of the veterans. He uh, put Sasha in there and play the youth. <laughs> uh, not going to happen in a million years. Not, not happening. No, and, no, and honestly.
0: No, i also not exactly <laughs> shocked to see question uh, being the first name.
1: On that now, list. <laughs> Always uh, victim number one. Always uh, uh, let, sad. Let's, let's just put it this way. If the, if the team did that, then they're saying the season's over. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Which clearly it isn't. And again, it's MLS, so everyone gets in the playoffs. But if that's really what they were going to do in, in benching uh, veteran players, then you're just saying, fuck it. Fuck it yeah. this year. And then let's see how the fans react to that, right? Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, absolutely! Oh now my God! Going real well, <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Read a couple more here. Um, oh, uh, Falta Pete uh, Scanlon on Twitter when we were talking about that SK would never get benched. He said this may be one of the core. This may be the core of the problem. No one other than Robles should be secure on this team. Sure, yeah, yeah. for for maybe a game. Mm-hmm. And but, to be fair, to I don't
0: necessarily I don't disagree, disagree with, with that point, that but point, it's, it comes down to who do you replace, replace them with, them with. Uh, right? And, uh, yeah. and, and you know, right now, there, in my opinion, for many of these players, there is no better option. I mean, we've seen the ones that have been the most interchangeable, and the results have more or less been the same. So, you know, it's kind of like, what are you going to do?
1: Right. And actually, uh, Shauna Feld on Twitter too replied it because he said, "What you know, what you be talking about? Like Derek Etienne, who's had chances." Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. You know, and hasn't mm-hmm. been, I mean, he's, he's very, very young and he should probably pay, play more with Red Bull too. Um, but he's, I think he's kind of shown right now, he's not ready for that starting spot on the team. Yeah. He, he certainly he could be it. in the future for sure, but it's not right now. It's like, give him a,
0: give him a couple more months in Red Bull too where he is apparently playing very, very well right now, but give him a little more time to cook and then we can go from there.
1: Yeah. And then the uh, last one we're going to read out is Wayne Harrison. He says another predictable weight loss, bring on the transfer window. Mm, we will probably touch on that in a little bit. Yes. Yes, we will. We will, we will definitely get to that for sure. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for
0: tweeting. Uh, we hope you keep that up. Even if uh, you know fortunes for this team change um, uh, and for the better, we still want to hear from you. So uh, thank you for tuning or tweeting out us this week. Um, I guess the next, might as well just dive right into it. Uh, we'll start off with our dislikes as always. Well, Sherman, what did you dislike
1: about this game? How many times are these guys going to dribble into five players <laughs> instead of passing? Oh yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times I watched this game and there's three men coming down the field, someone on the wing wide open, putting their arm up. And no, I'm just going to go through these three defenders and then get some amazing perfect pass that somehow Bradley Wright Phillips is going to find right in the middle of the box and score. Because mm-hmm. that's what it seems like what's happening right now. It, it, it really looks that way. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many tap it. how many times it happened in that game. It was so repetitive of, I, what, what do you think's going to happen? I don't understand. Right. Where's that ball going? It's going nowhere. And then if, if you're not looking to the guy on the right, you're putting it over the guy on the left, and there's more defenders over there. At least a guy playing one on one, you know with your with your player mm-hmm. just a lot of there was a lot of piss piss, poor passing decisions made in this game. Wow, oh,
0: absolutely. It, uh, I mean it's it's funny because this team used to be so tremendous at passing. Uh, obviously, one of those reasons was because of Dax McCarty um and they were able to you know get it up up the field quickly uh with bwp and clutching in dangerous positions that's just simply not happening this season uh and now it's with um, with time they give the opponent's defense to get no ideas when they get it um it is extremely disappointing to watch there's no doubt about that uh my dislike, I guess, will be kind of just what I talked about in the opener. Uh, you know, you, you can't go to sleep. You can't go to sleep on any set pieces. You have to be on, you know, you have to be on your feet the whole time, and uh, that's what happened. I mean, that it, obviously a zero zero draw is not exactly something that, you know, can get you excited, but at least it's a point, you know, and points on the road are always good. And uh, there was a point there for the taking, but, you know, you just fell asleep on a set piece, you know, didn't expect a quick restart weren't prepared for it and paid dearly for it uh so that i think that would absolutely have to be my big dislike on this one for sure
1: yep and i believe in this on that goal the reason it 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 even had a chance of happening is that the red bulls had an injury and no one played the ball out Mm -hmm. yeah what are you thinking Oh, you got me. I mean, that was huge. And you saw Jesse on the side, like, screaming and yelling about it. Mm-hmm. And you, they had the ball, they had the opportunity to put it out and they didn't. Yeah. And it, it cost them the one goal, of the whole game. Yeah.
0: Go figure. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. All right. So is there anything
0: positive you can take away from this? What did you like about this one?
1: Well, I guess the only thing I can say is it, it could have been worse. Mm-hmm. Cause there was a goal taken away. Right. Which is weird because it's the second week in a row. And, I mean, you barely see that um, maybe once or twice a season. Right. Mm. Uh, we've seen it two, two, twice in two weeks. So I guess that the score could have been worse and they might not have had a chance at all. <laughs> that, that's it. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to uh, put a positive spin on this game.
0: Uh, I guess my like will be that Tyler Adams comes back next week. And uh, I think some of the better games that the team has had this year have been when he's been on the field. He had a stellar U 20 world cup. So he will be coming back, uh, you know, in good form. So uh, that's yeah, That's my big, like uh, Tyler Adams. (laughs) For sure.
1: (laughs) Yay. All right.
0: Ready. So I guess that wraps it up for this, uh, this, uh, this particular uh, rant disaster, uh,
1: disaster, week. a
0: nightmare, a uh, same old story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's try not to burn down the arena by the end of the season, especially since we might get a uh, World Cup qualifier in the uh, end of the summer. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's let's at least hold off till then.
0: Let's hold off. Uh, prediction standings: Truman is still in first with twelve. I'm in second with nine. We both predicted wins foolishly. Uh, Jay, I think predicted a draw. He did. He said he got it wrong, and he brings up the rear at four. At some point, he's going to get deducted points for <laughs> prioritizing paying bills over this out uh, there. Yeah. Uh, well, the Red Bulls are out of MLS action this uh, upcoming week, but they do have a U.S. Open Cup game this Wednesday, June 14th, against Evil City FC. Uh, the game will be at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can watch it on youtubecom US soccer. Uh, I guess uh, it's at Red Bull Arena, right? If I'm not yes, mistaken. Yeah, it is. At, at Red Bull Arena. So if you have the opportunity to go out there, uh, you can probably get ch- tickets relatively cheap, either at face value or on StubHub. Um, so these predictions won't count towards our standings, but let's talk about it anyway. Truman, what do you think is going to happen uh, against NYCFC?
1: Well, I mean, so far they're only playing, uh, they only open the lower bowl for fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe what I heard is that uh, at least 101 is sold out, so that that's a good sign. That's a blessing, Yeah, you know, I know they sold their allotment of tickets, so mm-hmm. take that for what you will. At least what they had, uh, all their tickets are gone. Mm-hmm. I I think it's going to be a really good crowd, uh, even midweek with only the lower bowl to make it look good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I th- I think that was the way of keeping Smurf fans out. But I'm I'll tell you what, <laughs> I don't think you're keeping them out. Yeah, they'll be in there. They'll be in there. Because I think they're going to grab not only whatever their allotment of away tickets are, but I'm sure they're going to grab all of those uh, Seat SeatGeek StubHub tickets that they can get their hands on because there's nothing stopping them from getting those tickets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, the, the team can only do so much, but I think they're going to jump all over them. Hopefully, none of them are dumb enough to buy seats around the southward. <laughs> Because these, yeah, but but, I mean, these are the kind of games where bad things happen. Yeah. Oh. Rivalry, Open Cup games is is where the trouble takes place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Okay, so that being said, we'll talk about the actual game. I have the feeling that Jesse's going to play the A plus lineup. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think that's what's going to happen in this game. Uh, I mean, there is really no reason why not. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't play until the following no how when do they play next is it the following sunday let me look at the schedule right i think they're back so, uh, yeah so they're back on the 18th yeah. um so they're gonna have three days off before going to philly i just i i get that inkling that they're gonna roll out a lot of starters because it's just the way the season's been so literally up and down depending on where they're playing mm-hmm. uh finishing first it doesn't even get you anything at this point right You know, in in your conference. So uh, there's no reason why not to go for it and win this silly, silly cup. (laughs) That being said, I'll be very curious as to see who the other team brings in. Like, who does blue team start? Are are they starting David Villa? Is he going to play in a cup game? Yeah, I'd be shocked about that. (laughs) Yeah, so those are the things I'm kind of curious about. So I think they're going to win this game because they are home. Uh, uh, let's. I'll just say. I'll just say, two one for shits and giggles. Uh, since it's not going to count, I think just maybe being home, and uh, I think them playing more starters than the blue team will. I think that's the reason they'd win this game. Yeah. Uh,
0: I I think they'll uh, definitely be close to an A minus uh, A minus lineup. I, th- I would not be shocked if you see one or two. Irregulars uh on the field. Um I wouldn't be entirely shocked if BWP is somebody who rests and you uh you know, Ron is someone he throws in there with an attempt to get him uh, uh you know, undone, ready to go. Uh and you know, obviously bring B W P on late in the game if they need the goal. Um I don't expect to see Villa uh on the field at all. Um, you know, I, I just kinda of feel like the European DPs, they just don't play these games. Um, so uh, that being said, I mean, neither team is really playing great soccer at the moment. Hopefully the, you know, home crowd, it will be enough to push the Rebels forward to at least one goal, which is what I'm predicting, and I think they will win one uh, nothing on Wednesday. So if you have the time and the interest and the money, uh, which again shouldn't be much, make your way out to Rebel Arena on Wednesday for sure.
1: Because, uh, again, even if you're not a big fan of the, this tournament, I think it'll be a fun atmosphere.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've, I've been per- perfectly clear on this show of uh, where I rate this tournament. And uh, I did go to an open camp game once, and it was pretty fun. So I, I will say that much for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to dumping ground. We are recording this before uh, the U.S. takes on Trinidad and Tobago tonight. Uh, so literally,
1: literally, the pregame is on right now. I'm staring at the pregame.
0: So we were not going to touch upon that at all. Uh, I guess we might as well just open with, uh, you know, with that being so we might as well just open with the Azteca matches this Sunday, uh, also on Fox Sports 1 against uh, Mexico, uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, obviously, depending on how this team performs tonight, our opinions could change. Uh, but I guess we do have the Venezuela match to go off of to decide on how we think this uh, that Sunday may turn out. So uh, in Mexico, Truman, what do you think might happen with the U.S.?
1: Uh, I, I only say they'll lose because they are playing tonight home game. I think this is the game you throw absolutely everything mm-hmm. uh, at your opponent to guarantee you win yeah. before you have to play Sunday in Azteca. So, I mean, that's, that's even worse. I mean, you can handle playing there, but you're, you're, you're going to a place with high elevation and pollution mm-hmm. on, on short rest. None of that says win to me. None of it. In a place where they've won once, (laughs) (laughs) you know, in in recent memory, right. In a friendly in recent memory. So, I mean, if they could pull a draw out of their ass, which is not impossible, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I'll take that any day of the week. But when when you guys listen to this, you know, whenever you're listening to it, let's hoping that the U.S. did their job and won this game tonight, Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty much, uh, you know, win tonight. What happens on
0: Sunday, I mean, if you lose by one goal, I'll be happy. Like, just don't get blown off the field, you know. At least look competitive, and I will walk away satisfied. Uh, If they can get a draw, that would be fantastic. That's absolutely for sure. Um, I'm not exactly expecting that. um, But, you know, definitely get three points tonight, and then whatever happens, if you can get points out of Mexico, uh, you know. So, yeah, I mean, be competitive, Keep me entertained while I uh, watch at Derby Road, so I'll be at Derby Road. Everybody, just letting you know. There you go. Hey,
1: right. If you want another place to be, there you go.
0: There you go. All right. So then, back to dumping ground. Uh, Red Bull news. Uh, Frederick Graham hmm. Cobansum. We hardly knew ya. Uh, <laughs> he was he was waived by the club this past Tuesday. Uh, apparently, it was a mutual decision. Um, I don't. Know. What do you think? What do you think about
1: this? I- the only the only way I can explain this move is that he said, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's it. That's the only explanation, because it's not that they, they have a glut of strikers scoring a dozen <laughs> goals a game. That is not happening. So it's, right. the only thing that makes sense was he's like, OK, I, I'm, I don't like here. year. I want to go. Yeah. And yeah. could you blame him on the, considering the amount of time he's getting?
0: No, and as I recall, when he came in, he was kind of like, "Oh yeah, I've been promised a lot of playing time. Uh, we'll reevaluate in the summer." So, I mean, everything along those lines certainly seems to be true. Um, he, he definitely wasn't getting enough time. I, I, in my opinion, I think he showed well in many appearances. Uh, I think he should have warranted uh, more playing time. But just flip the flip side of that being, it would have required the team to switch to a four-two-two-two, which they've been abysmal in this season. So. Um,
1: You know uh, Adam what, I, what, what, I, what I don't understand is A big, big crush on this team And everybody's talked about it Probably every podcast uh, Blogger, whatever The lack of speed on the wings is Killing them oh, yeah. Killing them Why can't you throw Why wasn't he thrown into that scenario more often When Gorilla has been No good this, so far this year Right Mm-hmm he really has not been good and he's, he's the one that's constantly getting the starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I, now that option doesn't even exist. It yeah. doesn't even exist. You, you can't even, I, I don't know. I, it's really something I don't understand. I think Branson was a lot quicker than Grella. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, he, sh- he's shown talent. He showed that he had skills with the ball. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why he's the guy that was gone. Um, you had a good chuckle earlier when we were talking about it and i said maybe that because they're considering bringing someone in in the summer uh transfer window <laughs> because that's the only thing on the red bull side that made sense the only thing for the red Bulls to do is like hey we have a plan we have a guy we gotta let this guy go yeah that, and that would be the only reason it would make sense to make the move right now that right. that is it
0: yeah but it's it's exactly i mean you, you I mean, what we've been saying it since Dax McCarty has been traded. This team needs to make moves. Uh, the moves they keep making seem to be underwhelming. I mean, to be fair, Murillo has secured that right back slot uh, more on him in a little bit. Uh, so, I mean, that's a plus for sure. But, I mean, in terms of goal scoring, they got nothing. They need to make a move. Uh, I mean, some of the tweets that we received did mention, you know, replacing question. Uh, but I think you just nailed it on the head. Uh, they need a winger. They need a winger who's fast. They need a winger who can score goals. Uh, and, but, you know, I'm pretty much expecting what we hear every transfer window with this team is that, oh, we got a guy on the radar. We got a guy on the radar. And it'll be August. They won't make a signing. And then they'll bring in somebody completely underwhelming, you know, at like the last possible minute. I mean, that, yeah. that's more or less what I'm expecting with this team. So uh,
1: it's, uh, it, it's frustrating. And then again, <laughs> there's no reason to, to panic right now, es- especially, again, getting into the playoffs. There's absolutely no reason to panic. But mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it again for the upteenth time. Before the season started, Jesse Marsh said to the fans, to our faces, there was going to be they were going to score a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. They haven't scored more than two a game yet. Yeah. it's another game that passed by where they have not scored more than two goals. Mm-hmm. So where are they? Exactly. And, and where are they going to come from? Because n- we don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know. I have no idea.
0: The uh, Red Bulls and, currently are the second worst uh, in goals scored in the Eastern Conference.
1: Yeah. Well, when they've only scored um, three goals. Hold on. Uh, is it three goals on six away games or seven away games at this point? Uh, I think so they've only right. scored. I think they've only scored three goals on the road total. Mm-hmm. It's it's right it's right around there, and two of them was in one game if you count own goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, you're not going to win. You're, you're just not.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and for people who you know like to at least kick the other guy when they're down, um, DC United is the other team that has fewer goals than us. So.
1: There you go. Oof, yeah, they, they really stink. <laughs> uh,
0: I did say more on Marillo in a minute. And what I meant to say, what I was going to say about that is that both him and Kamar Lawrence are on the preliminary rosters for their respective countries for the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Uh, so uh, both have certainly featured with their international squads in the recent past. So, yeah, we'll probably be out without our two uh, starting wing backs uh, for about two to three weeks. So. That'll be good. That'll help. Yeah. That'll help. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. I guess next, uh, the sky, sky blue report, go
1: for chairman lost at home. So it's been a real, uh, shitty weekend for our teams. Uh, they lost a home two one to Orlando. It's, uh, frustrating. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> home losses. They can just absolutely drive you crazy. Uh, their next game. Oh, you know what? I, I actually forgot they actually played on, um, that was, uh, hold on. I, I, that was on actually May 27th. They also lost in Portland on the, on, uh, June 3rd, uh, two nothing. Bummer. So no, wait, you know what? Hold on. Uh, Hold on. These are actually two straight. Um, all right. No, I, all right. Scratch everything I just said. Pat. (laughs) I'm off by a game. Sorry. I'm actually looking everything wrong. Uh, they, they beat Orlando. That was actually a win for them. Yeah, they beat Orlando, and then they lost to Portland at home, 2-0. Now I got it right. Now, now we're right. on top of There we so go. So I got, I got my dates a little confused. Uh, we were doing a little bit of last-minute uh, typing here and there. So, yeah, that was actually the game they lost was at home to, to Portland.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that will move on to one more international bit of news, and then we have a little – fun story sort of uh but uh qatar apparently everybody in the middle east hates them right now yeah. uh, and how this ties into soccer uh you know is that you know the qatari world cup was supposed to be the jewel of the middle east supposed to bring the middle east together and now five countries are uh boycotting qatar because of their apparent funding of terrorist groups in syria so if you're one of those people who was hoping that maybe, just maybe, justice would be served and they would lose their World Cup. Here's your sliver of hope. Granted, it's because of horrible things, but there you go. You got, you, you got that uh, out there. Just figured we'd throw that little piece of news out there. Yeah, and,
1: and, I mean, believe what you will about the story, a lot of people are saying that it's, it's uh, falsified Russian information spreading this around. Mm-hmm. But this, the, Qatar should never host a World Cup considering what's going on with building stadiums and slave labor. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been beating this Trump for how long now? A couple years. We've been mm-hmm. talking about this. Yep. Never should have taken place, and now there's just more and more reasons not to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Uh, that should be fun. Uh, I guess the final don't go. <laughs> Sorry. Just, just don't go.
1: Oh, I'm not going to that one. Speak sure. with your money, everyone who listens to this show. Just be a decent human being and do not attend. Do not give this World Cup your money. Absolutely.
0: All right. I guess the final story, you're more fluent on the next story. So why don't you uh, end with our final dumping ground story?
1: So definitely uh, a story of, I'll say crazy heroism, because that's really what it was. Uh, a story that that everyone's talking about, but I definitely just wanted to touch on. And that is the Lion of London Bridge. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, during last week's attacks uh, in London, uh, where the car drove into people on the bridge and there was attackers that stormed into a, I think it was a pub, um, attacking people with a knife. One man decided to fend off three different attackers, giving time for other people to get out of the building, which is amazing. Uh, But of course, the reason we're talking about it is because as they were yelling at him, he decided to stand up and say, fuck you, I'm Millwall. <laughs> and take these guys on with his fists. Yeah. And these are dudes that had knives. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, the man was 47 years old and took on three guys and was cut and slashed repeatedly. Amazingly survived. Yeah. Amazingly. I mean, a guy that was attacked this much, he said he didn't realize how bad it was until he was got into a cop car. How bad he was cut up, but... Those Millwall fans don't fuck around. Yeah. No, not at, I, no you, not at all. You know, you've watched the Green Street Hooligans movie, right? And you're like, ah, a little, a little overhyped. That's not that crazy. One guy said, yeah, no, we're, we're that fucking crazy. And uh, in this instance, it was a good thing. And the guy really is a hero. Uh, yeah. I'm taking on three people and, and just saving possible, you know, several lives. You don't know what could have happened if he didn't step in. Absolutely. absolutely absolutely you know he certainly is I a mean, hero.
0: hero yeah yeah and, and just uh, the, and whole, the whole fuck you on bill just uh, uh you got uh, in, it's, in, it's, in a horrific a tragedy, tragedy you one, one little thing, thing to kind of just, you know, laugh about you know, about, you know, you know and smile, smile so smile. Uh, thank thank you, you. uh
1: thank you uh yeah. yeah it's amazing I like I like this. Um, <laughs> Pierce Morgan, the one thing I, I will preach that he actually said, he said that Millwall fans get a very bad rap, a lot of it deserved. But there are times when you really want a lot of Millwall fans, and that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Uh,
0: Pierce Morgan, every once in a while gets it right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess that brings us up to our next uh, weekly segment, Terrible Team of the Week. Take it away.
1: Take it away. Well, RSO was losing five nothing and a half against Dallas and ends up losing six to two. So when you are down, five nothing. And there's a, the possibility, the distinct possibility of getting beaten by the all-time MLS record score. Mm. Uh, Dallas is really, really good. Oh yeah, I mean, really good. yet again, some things don't change. Why can't we be like Dallas?
0: Everyone, keeps, I saying, everyone, saying, everyone saying. keeps saying our youth system is so, amazing, so amazing, but for some reason, their youth system their seems youth to be much better. I don't know, because it's their, their youth, players, youth that players that are coming in, in and just tearing it up.
1: Tearing so. It up so, They, they also just that. don't have the constant insanity of this team, of this franchise, of just crazy <laughs> just shit happening. Uh, so, yeah, thank goodness uh, for all you Pecky fans out there. They did not get one of the worst losses in MLS history. I would be afraid to be an RSL player in the locker room at halftime. I'm sure I that mean, was not fun. I mean, the one, the one plus is, I mean,
0: I think we've seen horrible losses under Pecky and how he's rebounded as a Red Bull coach. And uh, on top of that, Brooks Lennon was away. He's one of their better players. He was with the U twenties. So, so, um, you know, the only reason I care about our, is because of Mike Pecky right now, but he could turn around.
1: And I mean, let's, this also not Mike's fault. He stepped into a disaster. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, and he, and, you know, right off the bat,
0: won like a couple games. So, yeah, yeah, you can really say that he's made improvements, you know, as terrible as this as loss is. As as is. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> brutal. Sorry. Sorry, Mike. We, we still love you, buddy. We still love you. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's just came to my head. And I just I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a weekly segment, but conspiracy theory. Do you think Jesse Marsh already has one uh, one foot out the door and on his way to Salzburg this summer?
1: Did we talk about this the other week? And I'm going to reiterate it. Not the way things are going. Yeah. yeah, I think if there's one foot, he better put that foot back in and close the door. Maybe not lock the door, Mm -hmm. but you better close it and just kind of stare out the screen window. Just, just stand at the door looking out the screen window. seeing what life could be like, (laughs) because a team like Salzburg, who's one of the best teams. Well, they are like the best team in Austria right now, you know, consistent like champions league player, uh, they're not going to look at Jesse's record this year and go, oh, yeah, th- let's bring this American in. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing uh, it all right right now.
0: Well, here's, 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 let me add to the conspiracy theory. I'm just going to go complete complete conspiracy theory right now. So, he, all, the heavy rumors were that he almost left in this past offseason. And sources had told me, I do have a few sources, believe it or not, sources had told me that. Global loves Jesse Marsh, and they do want him to eventually take the reins in Salzburg. Is it possible they pretty much said, hey, do your best for the half season? We'll, you, the other guy hasn't left Salzburg yet. We'll bring you in in the offseason. Uh, but we're not all that crazy about wins and losses because Red Bull New York right now is eh, it's not, it's a bit on the back burner. You know, We've got Leipzig. We've got Salzburg to worry about. Red Bull New York is going to get fewer resources. Don't worry about it. Do your best.
1: I mean, it's a bad look. If that's the case, it, this is just it, it, it. wouldn't be a good look for the team. I don't know. I don't. How could you be a fan of that team, yeah. And accept the guy that that's having a season like this. Mm-hmm. And this is on him. This is on. Uh-huh. Alec Curtis is gone. So this is this is his baby. Absolutely. There's no one else to blame. So if if I was Salzburg, you got to look at the results going on right now. I, you know, I don't care if they said, "Hey, just do your best," but. You're going to be, you'll be gone in a season because European teams aren't as nice as American teams are to coaches. Oh no. They'll Not fire you after three games, especially in England. They, England does it all the time. <laughs> so, you know, absolutely. Europe doesn't screw around. He he could last two weeks down there and then he would be completely out of a job. Okay. So absolutely. now you ask, do I think it's possible? Sure. Yeah. I, I yeah, Absolutely. The, I, I will say I do think that that is a possibility. I don't think it's a strong possibility, uh, but it, there is a chance. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, I, I
0: just figured, you know, Jay's been absent for a couple of weeks now. Uh, we needed some tinfoil in this episode, so.
1: Yeah, why go. not? <laughs> I'll, I'll All even, right you know, right. I'll, I'll, I'm going to shoot a tweet out right now to everybody if you want to go vote on it. Uh, do you think cool. Jesse has one foot out the door?
0: Yeah, let's do them. We can talk about results next week. I'm
1: all for that. Yeah.
0: Here it comes. Uh, While you're going to wrap
1: up, I'm tweeting this out.
0: While he's wrapping up, I am. Or while you're tweeting out, I'm going to wrap up. Uh, You can follow us at onceametro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. You can give us some of that money at patreon.com slash rebel rant. Email us at rebel rant at gmail.com give us a ring, 973-348-5329, Facebook, facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant, Twitter at Red Bull Rant, Jay is at Dr. Stooge, I'm at PMACDA2, Truman is at the Truman, and you can subscribe to us uh, via iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And, of course, as always, thank you, Will Martins. Thanks, buddy. Uh,
1: <laughs> all right, last words before we get out of here. Do not lose at home. To the Smurfs. I don't care if it's a tournament game or not. Do not do it. No.
0: Yeah, this is probably one of those open cup games where I really do want you to win, for sure. Absolutely. All right, on that note, for myself, Truman, and Jason, this has been episode 226 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Lates.